Chapter Thirteen of *The Person and Work of the Holy Spirit* by R. A. Torrey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Marianne. Chapter Thirteen: The Holy Spirit Bringing Forth in the Believer Christ-like Graces of Character. There is a singular charm, a charm that one can surely explain, in the words of Paul in Galatians chapter five, verses twenty-two and twenty-three, Revised Version. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy peace long-suffering kindness goodness faithfulness meekness temperance what a catalogue we have here of lovely moral characteristics paul tells us that they are the fruit of the spirit that is if the holy spirit is given control of our lives this is the fruit that he will bear all real beauty of character all real christ-likeness in us is the holy spirit's work it is his fruit he produces it he bears it not we it is well to notice that these graces are not said to be the fruits of the spirit but the fruit i e if the spirit is given control of our lives he will not bear one of these fruits in one person and another as fruit in another person but this will be the one fruit of many flavors that he produces in each one there is also a unity of origin running throughout all the multiplicity of manifestation it is a beautiful life that is set forth in these verses every word is worthy of earnest study and profound meditation think of these words one by one love joy peace long-suffering kindness goodness faith or faithfulness revised version faith is the better translation if properly understood the word is deeper than faithfulness it is a real faith that results in faithfulness meekness temperance or a life under perfect control by the power of the holy spirit we have here a perfect picture of the life of jesus christ himself is not this the life that we all long for the christ-like life but this life is not natural to us and is not attainable by us by any effort of what we are in ourselves the life that is natural to us is set forth in the three preceding verses now the works of the flesh are manifest which are these fornication uncleanness lasciviousness idolatry sorcery enmities strife jealousies wraths factions divisions heresies envyings drunkenness revelings and such like galatians chapter five verse twenty one revised version all these works of the flesh will not manifest themselves in each individual some will manifest themselves in one others in others but they have one common source the flesh and if we live in the flesh this is the kind of a life that we will live it is the life that is natural to us but when the indwelling spirit is given full control in the one he inhabits when we are brought to realize the utter badness of the flesh and give up in hopeless despair of ever attaining to anything in its power when in other words we come to the end of ourselves and just give over the whole work of making us what we ought to be to the indwelling holy spirit then and only then these holy graces of character which are set forth in galatians chapter five verses twenty two to twenty three are his fruit in our lives 
do you wish these graces in your character and life do you really wish them then renounce self utterly and all its strivings after holiness give up any thought that you can ever attain to anything really morally beautiful in your own strength and let the holy spirit who already dwells in you if you are children of god take full control and bear his own glorious fruit in your daily life we get very much the same thought from a different point of view in the second chapter twentieth verse american revised version i have been crucified with christ and it is no longer i that live but christ liveth in me and that life which i now live in the flesh i live in faith the faith which is in the son of god who loved me and gave himself up for me we hear a great deal in these days about ethical culture which usually means the cultivation of the flesh until it bears the fruit of the spirit it cannot be done no more than thorns can be made to bear figs and the bramble bush grapes luke chapter six verse forty four matthew chapter twelve verse thirty three we also hear a great deal about character building that may be all well if you bear constantly in mind that the holy spirit must do the building and even then it is not so much building as fruit bearing see however second peter chapter one verses five to seven we hear also a great deal about cultivating graces of character but we must always bear it clearly in mind that the way to cultivate true graces of character is by submitting ourselves utterly to the spirit to do his work and bear his fruit this is sanctification of the spirit first peter chapter one verse two second thessalonians chapter two verse thirteen there is a sense however in which cultivating graces of character is right viz we look at jesus christ to see what he is and what we therefore ought to be then we look to the holy spirit to make us this that we ought to be and thus reflecting as a mirror the glory of the lord we are transformed into the same image from glory to glory even as from the lord the spirit second corinthians chapter three verse eighteen revised version settle it however clearly and for ever that the flesh can never bear this fruit and that you can never attain to these things by your own effort that they are the fruit of the spirit end of chapter thirteen